When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Till we're on. We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Fakia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to it. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. It's the calm before the storm. We'll get to that in just a moment. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170, SENQ in Brizzy on 693 AM, 1620 on the Gold Coast. Our SEN track radio stations, SEN Fanatic, the SEN app, and all of our listeners through New Zealand on SENZ, uh, welcome to the show. We've got, I've got a question, actually, for our New Zealand listeners coming up real well, soon. Well, it, it is, um, it's a big week for Australia and New Zealand. It obviously. is. Bledisloe. We, it is. Yeah, yeah. Matty Rogers, hello. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm excited. Got a big week of sport coming up. About to kick off tomorrow with the Ashes and well, tonight seems to be the calm before the storm, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to the Matildas v Nigeria game you tomorrow are. night, which Suncourt. I'm excited about. Yep. No, it's at Brisbane Stadium. I'm sorry. Yes, it's mm. a Brisbane Stadium. Mm. Uh, tomorrow night uh, in Brisbane, there's also the Broncos and the Roosters at the Gabba. Be a great game of footy, that. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a test for the Broncos. The Bunnies sadly weren't last week. Uh, no, they weren't. They were disappointing, weren't they? But are the Roosters back? 0457 736 736 is our text number. God, I hope not. I really uh, hope not. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking them the way they're looking. Well, we've got your ladder prediction coming up for the rest of the uh, season real soon. We're just talking a little bit about it off air, Rat. Mm. And there's some interesting stuff. And, I, and I've, my reaction to a lot of it was get, you know what, no way, that's not possible. <laughs> but... You'll explain all to us uh, real soon. Yeah, yeah. We're going through a few teams tonight. We, I think we've got the Raiders, the Sharks, and who, who have we got? Raiders, Sharks, and the Cowboys. So we'll, we'll give give a, a, a bit of a look at their run-in and where we think they're going to finish. Now, uh, Daddy Vass has been hard at work in the production studio. He has. Uh, this afternoon, putting together uh, an intro for your crystal ball. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> so uh, there you have it. Yeah, right. That's your crystal ball. That nice. you're, you're like a gypsy mm. uh, in a tent at SEN, just handing out your predictions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just come see me. <laughs> Go, got earrings in my nose and all sorts of places. Few... You're like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you are. Uh, TikTok, uh, Sports Day SEN. You can find us Instagram, SENQ, and Twitter, Sports Day New South Wales. Thanks to our partners, Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Well, Jim Australia, improving lives through fitness. Heard your interview with uh, Maggie last night. James Magnuson. Yep. Great chat, boys. Yeah. Good fella, James. Isn't he? he? What a champion. Fills in with uh, Vossi on breakfast on SEN in Sydney. And, uh, geez, he's, he does a lot to keep fit. 
complete no. opposite to me. Well, oh, what a and, and I mean, you wouldn't know it when you look at you two standing next to each other. Oh, no, I mean, you really wouldn't. Six foot four, strapping. What are you, five eight? I thought you were describing me. Then. <laughs> no, <laughs> five eight. I don't know, five nine. Mate, you're horrible. I'm no. six. You are not six. I'm foot. six. If you're six foot, I'm six foot. <laughs> and I, I know I'm not six what? foot. <laughs> What's 181 centimetres? 5'11", I think. Is it? Yeah, about that. Well, I'm 181 centimetres. Yeah, well, you're not six foot. Oh, right. Okay. I thought, oh, well, well, I'm pretty close too. Yeah, yeah, but you're not six foot. So well, what's, what is six foot then? I think it's about 183, maybe. Oh, come on. We're talking about two centimetres. Well, mate, get on the rack. Like, get on there and like, stretch oh, it out. Get on the what? <laughs> on the, on the, the rack. And, like, I mean the thing that stretches you out, you know. He's yelling already, folks. <laughs> 0457 736 736 is our text number for Aussie listeners. Uh, if you're in New Zealand, hello to you, double eight double three. They'd be cocky at the moment. Oh, they'd be uh, feeling the good. Slow. Yeah, coming up. Say, the Warriors. Although the Philippines knocked off the females I last. Know. So how do you what work that out? Over. They only had twenty percent possession in that game. Who? The the, the Filipinos. Did they? Twenty percent possession. They won one nil. Mm. So how do you explain the New Zealand women beating Norway, who are ranked twelfth in the world, then losing to the Philippines, who I don't think have ever won a game in the FIFA Women's World Cup. Can I tell you, having played in a World Cup on home soil, it, it's it's such an emotional high when you have those wins or, you, you know, I mean, uh, when we beat New Zealand in the semi-final, it was like the, the energy was so high. It's hard to get back to that point without winning another game. And and there's a big drop-off. Yeah. And, and I've got no doubt that the... the, the, the the football ferns that they're called, the, the women's football team over there, um, I, I think they just just probably a bit flat after such a high emotional victory over mm. Norway that, um, yeah, look, they got caught out. Um, you know, the, the, if they win their next game, I mean, they'll definitely be through to the, yep. to the knockout stages. But, yeah, a draw they might get through, but yeah, you don't want to risk it, do you? Apparently Fitzy means, uh, thinks you mean height, not width. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Isn't it? <laughs> hey, on the show tonight, speaking of All Blacks and Wallabies, uh, Wallabies coach Eddie Jones uh, will join us as we uh, get ready for the Bledisloe Cup Saturday night, which uh, Rat's got a nice little junket uh, down to Melbourne. Of course, it's been played at the MCG. We did it right there last year, uh, but didn't win. Uh, but, uh, you know, if anyone knows how to beat the All Blacks, it's the bloke who has beaten him as Wallabies coach and also as England coach, knocking him out of two World Cups. So mm. not too many coaches have said that they've done that. No, no. He, you know, look, he jumped into a furnace. There's no question about it, Eddie. He, he's he's a great coach. But, you know, the, the, the challenge is he's coming to a team, he's trying to work things out. And I'm looking forward to talking to him because he's trying to work things out. And the reality is, like, you got to work it out on the world stage. You can't do it behind closed doors. Mm, you got mm. to see when how players perform when they, we've got the pressure on them of game time. And the unfortunate thing when you're the Australian coach, the only place you can do it is in a test match. Um, he'll be disappointed with the results that they've got so far. But I'm interested to see what his thoughts on are with with progress. You know what yeah. he's what he's seeing get better that maybe the layman isn't actually seeing. Yeah. From you know just watching a game of football. And he hasn't got a lot of time being before the World Cup given it's an abbreviated rugby championship this mm. year. Uh the World Cup seems to go for like six months. Uh they they could condense the World Cup a bit too just quietly. Not really because it, I mean it you, goes seven weeks. Yeah but you can't you're not gonna make teams play two games in a week. Why not? Because it's 
The hard game, Jace. It's not what? golf. It's not golf. Rugby's hard. You got <laughs> mate. <laughs> cut down hey, the stoppages hey. and you get through your games a lot mate. quicker. Come on. It's the only game that takes an hour and a half to play 140 minutes of football. <laughs> yeah, well. It's like, there's, seriously. It's, it's a hard game. You know, you, you know rugby would be great if there's no refs. I'm telling you right now. It'll just flow. <laughs> seriously. Rat just referred to his earrings. Normal folk refer to Rat's earrings as hula hoops. Thanks, Rooster Mace. <laughs> wow. Hey, listen. He, I don't know if I want to ask Eddie this question, but I don't want to put him, you know, in the middle of it. But what are your thoughts on this, Rat? Mm. I I love the Harker, so don't take it any other way. But do you think the All Blacks performing the Harker on Australian soil before a Bledisloe Cup gives them an advantage? I, I think I think it should only be allowed to be performed in New Zealand because what's our comeback? We used to be able to roll out John Williamson and he'd sing True Blue, but we've got no comeback. And I think it gives them mm. an advantage. I mean, you faced it. What's it like? Yeah, I, I, I loved facing it. I've I, got to tell you, like, maybe it does give them an advantage, but, it, but it, it pumps you up too, what's standing in front of it. Like, it's not, it's not like you don't get anything out of it either. And, and I think... They're threatening to kill you. Yeah, and, and it's a challenge. And it's like, are we ready for that challenge? Um, I, I get what you're saying, though. I know in uh, 2003 when we played New Zealand in the semi-final, um, well, uh, Rugby Australia wanted to have John Williamson come out and play True Blue like he, he did before Bledisloe Cup games and stuff. But due to the fact that Australia weren't running the competition and it wasn't their game, basically, like the IRB ran it, um, he wasn't allowed to do it. Mm. So we sort of missed out there and I, and I guess but, – but I couldn't imagine facing the All Blacks – I mean, they've made it their own, um, and I, I think it's a great tradition in sport, and it, and it and it represents their culture. I couldn't imagine, and facing, I think it's wonderful to see. Yeah, I, I I don't think I could imagine facing the All Blacks without staring down the hucker. Even on our turf at the MCG on Saturday night on our turf, I tell you where I, they're where, performing where, the harker and we're doing nothing. We're not. A, are, are we? Is it true we're not even allowed to approach them? We can't walk towards no, them no, anymore. No, no, you just got to stand there and respect it. I, I will say this: uh, I, I, it is a real awe-inspiring thing to stand in front of the harker. It's, it's. I think it's beautiful. I think it's. It, 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 it is an amazing thing to witness. You know, you know, across the field. Uh, the first time I stood in front of it, the New Zealand harker. With by, via the All Blacks it was in 2002 in Christchurch. It was raining. It was you know the steam like we'd all warmed up, so there was steam coming off the All Blacks, and they're doing oh. this hucker in this light r- misty rain. It was something to behold. It really was. At that um, stage, you'd actually fake doing a hammer. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. It was pretty terrifying. I got to tell you, and but I loved it. You know, I I, I wouldn't change a thing, but. Um, yeah, I see your point, um, but I, I think it's just in, it's embedded in, in, in the culture of, of all black rugby, and, and I, I love it. And I don't mean it disrespectfully, guys. No, no, I, I, I don't. Know. I just go because we've got no. I mean, the other thing is maybe help us out here. It, what's our comeback? They did used to have a, a, a traditional war dance, the Australian teams back in the sixties and fifties. Do uh, we do we break out and do the nut bush? <laughs> the nut Straight bush. back at them. Nut bush city limit. Could we do mm. that? Uh, or the bus stop. <laughs> and bus stop's always good to do. Double eight, double three for our New Zealand listeners. What do you think? Uh, are you happy that the All Blacks uh, get to do the Harker on Australian soil? Oh, I think it gives them that 
unfair advantage. I mean, on top of everything else they've got. I don't think it makes a lick of difference to the result currently, but I don't know. Uh, and our Australian listeners, 0457 736 736. Should the All Blacks be performing the Harker on our home turf? Love to get your thoughts on that tonight. <laughs> that snack is from Canberra. says, John Williamson, wow, that's intimidating, right? <laughs> well, that's all we had. Well, but, He'd but, walk uh, out with his scarf. That, that was it. That, I mean, John Williamson singing. It wasn't about John Williamson singing. It was what the, how the crowd got into it. Uh, and when you've got 90,000 people at Stadium Australia all building out, you know. Hey, True Blue. Hey, True Blue. It, sort of, it, it does send a shiver down your spine. It's quite, when you're in the middle. Oh, no, Waltz and Matilda, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe Waltz and Matilda. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Waltz and Matilda. Yeah. You should know. You're bloody there. Oh, mate, I'm not really focused on it, I've got to tell you. <laughs> but, um, well, what's going through your head? Mm. 90,000 people are singing Waltz and Matilda. Well, well Kirk says, hey, lads, traditionally the haka was only performed on foreign land, but I think the Kiwis got upset because they never got to see the haka, so they started performing it in New Zealand as well. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Is Kirk right on that? He could just say anything. He could. Um, hey, listen, we've got Jeremy from West Pennant Hills on the phone. G'day, Jeremy. Hey, guys. How are you? Very good. good. Very good. That's right. Um, I was just going to say this. Um, we've with New Zealand being the benchmark um, and Aussies sort of struggling at the moment, I think if you turned around and said no haka, they would open up an absolute can of wolf on us mm. and, and make it embarrassing. Uh, so I wouldn't poke the bear. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree, um, Jeremy, uh, from Upper West Pennant Hills. Um <laughs> Mate, yeah. it, we still haven't had that confirmed that there is an upper, have we? It, um, yeah, yeah. but 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 uh, I think I think like I said, I, I loved facing the hucker. It was something that I I really it, it felt like an honour to stand there and and stare it down. I I do get where Jason's coming from in respect to what you know. What do we do back? You know, like seeing Walsing Matilda. It's not quite the same. Yeah, it no, it's have the, not. It's not the same sort of bite, does it? Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Thanks, thanks Jeremy. for your call. Um, we've got another intelligent caller on the line now, Glenn. What can I do for you? Hello, boys. Oh, Thank Glenn. you for telling me I'm here. Yep. Um, I'm just, uh, I just need a hand on this Whitetail West Wacky Wednesday. Can one of our hundreds of thousands of listeners and followers please let Glenda and I know who actually won Dances with the Stars? And can we just repeat Vale Brian Tabor, great Aussie wicket keeper for the weekend? Mm. And Glenda and I both wanted to say that there's no way our remote will ever be tossed through the TV when a Cadbury's chocolate ad comes on. You know Glenda's him. I do know that. I let that go too long, I'm sorry. Mm, it was Phil Burton. It was the winner of Dancing with the Stars. Who? Phil Burton. Who's Phil Burton? The guy who won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, but what, what's Phil do? Go ahead. I mean, you clearly know. Uh, he was in Human Nature. Mm. Which I feel like, it's like when I got beaten in Dancing with the Stars, I got beaten by a performer. And I feel like, well, that's their job. Isn't, isn't Dancing with the Stars meant for people who just don't dance and you see what they can do? You realise we're on air. Sorry. And oh. you're, you're getting <laughs> defensive about your performance on Dancing with the Stars. Is there a reality show that you won't knock back? No, well, are there what are you really... doing with your phone on? No, I, I'm just watching the I'm just watching the Dancing with the Stars final, mate. We're on air. I, I, I'm just no. I, I actually got asked. I did knock one back. I, got, I just knocked back Survivor. Right. Okay. Mm. Well, again, again. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you were going to go on the third time? Well, they asked me to do it, but they, they go away in a couple of weeks' time. I said I can't do it. I'm, what too, about, I'm committed to thank the you. SEN Sports Day. Mate, thank you. What about the Million Dollar Island? Would you do that? That looks junk. That looks like junk. You know that what show. I wouldn't mind doing what? is the summit. Did you watch that? No. That was – well, you got to climb a big mountain, so. Yeah, bugger. I saw, all I saw was a helicopter chasing people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, it was that's not for me. Hey, listen, we haven't even got through everything yet. Uh, Brisbane Lions, former skipper. Star player Dane Zorko will join us. We'll talk a little bit about the Lions and and the um, the Suns uh, Q clash this weekend. But I mean, uh, what I want to talk to Zorks about? He loves his American sports. He loves his overseas sports. He's a bit of a a bit of a nufty when it comes to that. So we'll chat to him. Things that make you go. That'll be on. Uh, what makes what things go mm, for you? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or for our New Zealand listeners. Double eight double three is our number. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. And before we go to the break, very quickly, all thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Tavita Totola will remain at the Bunnies until the end of 2028. Great signing. Uh, one of the unsung heroes. Can uh, play, eh? He's been unlucky this year with injury. Yeah, he, he wasn't far away from getting a call up in State of Origin 3 mm. for the Blues as well. He's extended to the end of 2028. Won't be playing this week. Uh, Warry Centre Adam Pompey signs a new two-year deal with the club, which is mm. good. Dale Finucane is out for the rest of the season with a bicep injury. Oh, it's the last thing they need. Um, and there's been some big signings, uh, we believe, for the Bulldogs today. Taff. Mm. Is going there from South and Jake Salmon, Jake, Jake Jacob Salmon, Salmon yeah, yeah, uh, from, from Penrith, is going there as well. So, some more. He's good... been good this year. He has. Yeah. What did Ricky? No, we've been not going to work. No, no. But uh, so there you have it. There's your uh, bit of NRL news. We do have to go to a break. I do want to talk about Pat Cummins and and what Darren Berry's had to say about him as well. About you know being the captain of the Australian team. I want to talk more about that. We a got another later hour on. and forty minutes of the show. Right, right, well, by the time you finish with Eddie, we'll yeah. probably have to go home. Yeah, we're going deep. Actually, Let's we go. can't go too deep because I've got a couple of enchiladas <laughs> uh, sitting in the fridge. All right. The local business that values having yours, that's why the Trade Trusts might attend. We'll get to your text soon as well. 0457 736 736. I see the abuse coming through already. Or double eight double three if you're in New Zealand. When we come back, Wallaby's head coach, Eddie Jones, joins us on Sports. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Certainly is. Welcome back to the show. Jason Matthews and Matt the Rat Rogers uh, in the Sports Day studio tonight. Mm. 0457-736-736 is our text number. Uh, for our lovely listeners in New Zealand, 8833 is our text. Are you looking forward to the Bledisloe this? Of course you are. What a stupid question. Yeah, I'm heading down. Um, no, I was asking our New Zealand listeners. Oh, if they're lo- sorry. Can we play... Oh, no, it's all right. By the way, Eddie uh, has pulled the pin. Um, yeah, Because still on the training track. Now, what's this mean, Rat? Well, I, I did speak to him today, uh, and he said that they've got a big session. And he said he'd be tight, but he said he'll be okay to get it, come on. Anyway, the, uh, their media guys just called and said that, that they're still out there. Um, well, I'll tell you what it means. It means they're not getting what he's trying to 
They're not picking up what he's putting down. So he's keeping them out there to get it right. He's um, got to be careful, though. They'll be on the phone to their managers straight after. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, he doesn't suffer that. Um, but but it, can we just can we still play the intro for Eddie? The oh, intro that we had? You're unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I have to find it. I have to find it. <laughs> you have to find it. Read out some of the text. Yeah, yeah. Read so, um, Danger. You're right. You okay? Hi, boys. Now, Woogie, <laughs> can you please come back full time so we can get rid of that angry little man next to you? <laughs> oh, is it, he's up me, Danger. I'm not. I'm not angry. Hey, how? Well, you're yelling at Danger. How is Danger's health? He wasn't well. No, I think he's all right. Oh, you just well, yelled texting. at him. Okay, he's texting. Uh, could we break into the chicken dance with a little bit of this and a little bit of that, etc. from eight to one? That's to uh, combat the um, the haka. It's Hi, guys. In reply to the haka, all yeah. of our players should stand together and yell our unofficial anthem. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Oh, oh God. No, I'm not, I'm not going for that one, Tommy. Well, here's one from Watto. I don't mind this. this uh, is there an Aboriginal version of the haka? Why can't we do that? Well, there was. There is. Um, it's a challenge to sort of dig it out, you, you can find it online. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, how would it be received? Would, would, would it be received well? I mean, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, is, is it a is, – is it, would it be done with the same respect that the huck is done? That, that's the thing. I mean – Well, we don't do it anywhere. So no. it won't be – I reckon it will be received fine, mm. but the, our knowledge of it, won't be great. You know what I mean? But you've got to start somewhere. Got to, mm. It's certainly better than the nut bush or the bus stop yeah, at this or, stage. or the chicken dance. Who said the chicken dance? Uh, Steve from Dubbo said, I was at a Danny Green fight versus Roy Jones Jr. and John Williamson came out then. The crowd got right into it. Yeah, but John Williamson, how is John? You can't just keep wheeling out John Williamson all the time when we when the Wallabies play. We need, who replaces John Williamson? Hmm. Who Don't know. See, this is the thing. Angry John Farn. Angry, angry Anderson. Anderson. Oh, angry. So you just like short people. Angry Anderson. The All Blacks should perform it for their supporters. Why should any team stand there and pay attention while they try and intimidate and threaten them with a death, with death, etc.? It's not acceptable in society. So why in sport? That's from Tyson. That's a. I, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I, I get what I get the message there, um, but. I, it's I, a tribal war dance, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a tribal war dance. And it's I a, think it's a, it's, a, it's a challenge. Yeah, a challenge, right? So, yeah, and yeah. I and I I get that on home soil. I don't get that in foreign countries. Mm. I and and don't get me wrong. I love. I think the harker is beautiful, and I think mm. it, and and you know what? It pumps me as someone watching it on my TV at home. Rat, are you listening to me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you all right tonight? You're I'm off reading, for the fairies. I'm reading text. But it, it, it motivates me as a fan watching on TV. Once I hear the hark, it's done. It's all, but uh, the fact that the opposition in their own country can't even walk towards them and challenge the hark. You, you'll notice what we did, and, and I don't, I'm not sure if Eddie will do this, but, but when, when Eddie was our coach, um, we would face the harker in our tracksuit. So we would have to take our tracksuits off after the harker. And the reason for that was it would take time um, and it would take time for the emotion to settle down. down yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't want to, for them to perform the haka and then all of a sudden we're, you know, straight into it and they're, you know, breathing fire. So, Great question from John. Was it different standing opposite the haka in Union or League? Um, that, that is a good question. 
I respected it on on both sides of the fence, but I, I think I would say that the haka in rugby union, the All Blacks, it just sort of has that aura about it, given the standing of the All Blacks. Um, and you know, I played in a very dominant um, Australian rugby league side, um, so yeah, I, I I I I would say that you know, facing the All Blacks and the haka, and you know. The first time I faced it in New Zealand, you know, a packed stadium, you know, like I said, that mist coming off the players' shoulders. And I'll just never forget that moment, staring yeah. across the field at these, you know, men performing, you know, this challenge to us. Uh, and, you know, as a kid growing up playing rugby, I was, I, I was, it was a dream to, to face the All Blacks. So it was, I, I would say the awe-inspiring sort of notion of that sort of, it sort of added so much. Yeah. Um, take nothing away from, you know, the New Zealand Rugby League side or whoever else performs the haka, but it's something that is synonymous with the All Blacks. Yeah, and and we stand in a boomerang formation now, don't we? Is that is that a is that a thing for every test rat? Sorry? You've got it. We're doing a radio show. <laughs> yeah, I'm just reading. So you know how we're having a conversation? Yeah. <laughs> you you've got to listen. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, I can't do this all night. No, all right, all right. All right. Go, okay, go, go. But we stand in the formation of a boomerang now, don't we, when the hark has been yeah, performed? Yeah, I think so, in an yeah. arc. I, don't know. I think it's a boomerang. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, right. So. I, I, didn't know, I, I, I didn't notice that. Do you want to talk about Pat Cummins or do you want to read text messages uh, oh, silently? Some funny, there's some funny text messages. All right, read what, some out then. Mate, what about the, 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 that Pat Cummins situation? Where did this come from? Uh, Darren Berry. Right. So Victorian he, cricketer, part of the SCN family. Yeah, right. So he's saying that he thinks Pat Cummins will step down after the Ashes. He thinks he should step down. He should step down. So it's not. It's not. Something it was. It was all in. It was all in response to the. I think it was the second day of that, or third day. Sorry, the third day of the fourth test, where we're bowling that short rubbish again, putting all the fielders out in the boundary. Yep. Um, and um, saying that the tactics used by Pat Cummins, the skipper. We're wrong, and and it's happened at various times throughout the Test series, but I I've never been a massive Pat Cummins fan as captain because I think uh, because of the wokeness, the political correctness, um, whether you believe or not, whether he was involved in the ousting of Justin Langer, I've never been a massive fan of Pat Cummins as a as a captain. I I like him as a bowler, I like him as a cricketer. Rather have him in the Australian team than not in the Australian team, but. One thing I'll say: How do you how do you ask a bloke to stand down as captain when you're the world test champions? He won the Ashes in Australia, and he's now retained the Ashes in England, mm. and could possibly win the series three one. Yeah, well, well, it's interesting that like Ricky Ponting has come out and backed Cummins as, as the captain because when I was listening, particularly in that second test, if there was one guy that was questioning the the positions and and you know the strategy of the team, it was Ricky Ponting. He was wondering why they aren't doing certain things and why they, they should have a player here or they should, you know, have oh, this Ricky person. was one of There's been a few. Mark Taylor's said a few things as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, I, I think, well, they've got, oh, well, I mean, they've got some players there that could do the job. There's no no question. Smudge, you could do it. Put him back. Is, is yeah, he but a, he, hasn't, he hasn't got much time left. Okay, so who? who Travis Head? Nah, too soon, I think. Right. 
And well, I who think, else? I, I, I so don't know. So I'm not suggesting. No, I'm not no, suggesting but, there's someone else ready. But there's always talk, right? Like, you know, and, and you have fans go, oh, they got, someone's got to get dropped. or And if you're not on the inside, you, you, you don't understand the dynamic of a squad. You, you've got to be on the inside of it to understand it. And if, if you're going to move someone on or, you know, remove someone from the team or step them down from mm. the captaincy or you've you got to have someone better to take the job. If you don't have someone better to take the job, then the situation gets worse. Mm. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, unless, yeah, I, I can't see see him stepping down no. from the captaincy. The, the only person I think who might be able to do it, and I think he'll be there for a long time, and his game has improved out of sight, is Alex Carey. Yeah, he has. May he has in the last twelve months. His game has gone from zero to hero. He's been very good. His uh, glove work is... You'd think it would be a great place to captain from too, behind the stumps. Like you just get such a good view of everything. Yep. You sort of, you know, you're Tim involved Payne in the game more than Tim Payne did a great job. Did a great job as uh, yeah. a, a I don't know. What do you think on this? I, I'm, again, I'm not the biggest Pat Cummins fan, but I don't think he deserves to step aside as Australian skipper. And look, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But has he been that bad? Like, I, mm. I want to hear from our listeners, 0457 736 736, and our New Zealand listeners, double eight double three is your uh, text number as well. You can call us 1300 01 1170. Has Pat Cummins' captaincy really been that bad? And who replaces him? Ash Turner could definitely replace him in the T20s. That's not mm. a problem. He's an outstanding player. But... There, I don't think there is anyone ready to step in. 0457 736 736. Hey, before we go to uh, the break, uh, a couple of texts, please. Rats. Yes. Uh, <laughs> good evening, lads. I can't decide between the eels and the storm this round. Any thoughts? Cheers, Mickey G. I think the storm. In, it's in Melbourne. Yeah, it's a hard game. Yeah. I, I'm, and plus it's Parramatta. You don't like them. No, I just don't think that the Storm are going to have back-to-back average games. It's not that at all. I just, I'm just waiting for Steve from Dubbo to, to yeah. hit the text on that. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk's written a, a good text. There's a reason the All Blacks never run out in tracksuits. Firstly, you never you never cover the All Black jersey, the, the full silver fern, but you never want to run out looking weak and cold. That's true. Mm. Rightio, uh, we've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. When we come back, Rat's crystal ball is coming out. We're going to look into it and get his finals placings uh, in the NRL. That's next on Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Matt Rogers, Jason Matthews here tonight. We're going to get into Rat's Crystal Ball in just a moment with the uh, the teams and where they're going to finish. Uh, Mark from Bronte, beautiful part of Sydney on the line. G'day, Mark. Yeah, it's a great place. First of all, uh, it's great to beat the Poms. Anything to stop them gloating, which is yes. fantastic. Well, Cummins has done a reasonable job. He did. A, he won us the World Championship. He, he won us the first test with the bat and the ball. In, in the context of the whole series, he's, he's been okay. Uh, the only thing I don't like about him is his climate change nonsense when he, he, he wanders around the, around the world in business class and first class in a big gas-guzzling 
uh, playing. Did he? Ra- he's raves on about that. He, he should keep quiet about that. That's his only fault. Yeah. Now, fair enough. Good call, mate. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, uh, Mark. Yeah. Rightio. Let's do. I can't wait for this. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> now that's uh, this is that's uh, the intro to your crystal ball. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You guys got to get more material. I, I'm honestly, pi- I'm picturing. I'm picturing Whoopi Goldberg at a card table. All right. Well, let's get into the, the, the six stuff rounds the, to go. Six rounds to go. All right. We're going to look at the Raiders, the Sharks, and the Cowboys uh, sitting in fifth, sixth, and seventh, respectively. So we've got the Raiders on. They're, they're currently fifth at the moment. Um, 28 points, 28 differential points. of minus 56. Yeah, yeah. So they, they play the Knights at home. They've got the Tigers at home. They've got the Storm, at, Storm away, the Bulldogs away. The Broncos at home. And the Sharks away. They got no real major injury concerns. They got the same seventeen taking the field this week. The thing that that I that I worry about with the Raiders is they're four and against of minus fifty six, and they've they've never they they haven't put many sides this year to the sword. They win games, but they win them you know like mm. even last week they 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 got back to if they won that game it would have been by a point they got beaten in Golden Point but that's the way they're winning and I, I call them the Canberra Piglets because that's when you chase a piglet. They only run fast enough just to stay ahead of you, and I don't what? think you can win a competition playing that style of footy. You've got to be able to put your foot on the throat. Now, I think they're going to make the eight. I've got them finishing seventh. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to make the eight. They're going to play finals football. Maybe they turn it around. Uh, I don't think uh, they can win the comp, though. Um, uh, your beloved Sharks who are currently sitting in six, I guess you're going to have them as minor premiers? Well, I think they're a big chance. No, <laughs> no. Uh, the, the Panthers, they've got the Panthers away. They've got the Rabbits in Perth. And, and I think the Rabbits, I mean, they're going to have Latrell with another run under his belt. Um, the, the Rabbits are looking pretty good injury-wise. Totola's out this week, but they don't really have any other significant injuries that are going to hamper their uh, progress to the final. So uh, they're going to be tough to beat in this back end. Uh, they've got the Titans at home, the Sharks, and they've got the Cowboys away. They've got the Knights away, and they've got the Raiders at home. I can't see them winning many more games of football, given the form. Dale Finucane out for the season. I'll beat the Titans. Uh, yeah, potentially. Uh, I, I mean, Oh, look, what, mate, what the Titans are dishing up now? And, and, yeah. And Tino, will Tino be back? Yeah, he might nah, be. Yeah, he'll be back for yeah. that game. Um They've got Cowboys away, they've got Panthers away, they've got the Rabbitohs on the road, they've got the Knights away who have hit form, and they've got the Raiders at home. Mm. If, if they win two out of those six, I'll be surprised. Um, I've got them finishing 10th on the ladder. So I've got them dropping out, um, which wow. I, I, it's, it hurts me to say it, but they just they just haven't been able to put 80 minutes of football together. Their left edge is struggling. They've got issues there. Um, and, yeah, I can't see anything. You know, they, They've got to change. Um, they've got to change their energy. Um, they came out in that game on the weekend and, you know, for the first 40 minutes, they, they forgot they were playing a game of footy. What about the team that was 16th about 10 rounds ago? I know, ago? the Cowboys. Well, well they're, they're running seventh at the moment on 26 points. They're, they're on 57-point positive differential. They've got the Titans away. This weekend, they'll yep. kill them. They've got the Broncos at home. Oh, what a game. I think it's, it's going to be a blockbuster. I think they can win that. They've got a bye. Then they've got the Sharks at home. I think they win that. They've got the Dolphins away. I think they win that. And then they got the Panthers away. Yeah, they won't win that. If they can beat the Panthers away, they'll finish top four. I well, think I, I've got them finishing fifth. The Panthers may rest a heap of players well, in the last do. round if they've got the minor premiership. Or I think they have done that previously. They have. Haven't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the 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 Cowboys could potentially. I've got them finishing fifth Gee. if they can beat the Panthers away. I think they finish fourth. 
which is amazing. Like, I mean, 11, 12 weeks ago, they were, yeah. they were running 16th. Yeah, absolutely. And they were getting bagged from, from, from everyone. That's been Rat's crystal balling. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> we need to add some, like, you know those bead curtains you walk through? Mm. We need to get some. <laughs> no, we don't. Who, do, who did, did Daddy, Daddy, Daddy made that Daddy, up. Daddy, did you really do that? That took him all day. Wow. Took him all day. Yeah, that's why he gets the big bucks, I guess. Oh, yes. Uh, mm. There you go. What do you think of uh, Rat's predictions? Did you slam the eels last night? Is that why? Well, I've got, I've got them not making the eight. I've got them finishing about 12th or something. Where are they now? Oh, where are they now? They're out of the eight. That's where they are. Right, okay. So 12. Yeah, they've got a tough run in. I think they're going to struggle. Hey, some breaking news coming through. Shane Flanagan has given permission for Jaden Sullivan to leave the club with the Tigers set to sign him. Wow. wow. Well, he's obviously convinced Ben Hunt to stay. Yeah, sounds like it, right? Mm. But what if Hunt gets injured? Yeah, that's a good call. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's, well, uh, I mean... Is I, he a good buy for the West Tigers? Well, he's, he's got a lot of potential. He's, he's a little bit erratic. Right. Um, I think he can play, and he's young, so he's, he's, he's still Do the West Tigers need a Raddick? Well, I mean, I mean, the idea is you mature as a player and you, and you get better. Sorry, the Eels are running eighth at the moment, right, Steve. Okay. I, I don't so you got them twelfth. Yeah, I got them running twelfth. Evening, yeah. fellas. Thank God that little para bashing rat is on tonight. I don't have much time last night to give him a spray for the putrid para prediction. I'd ask you to slap him, Woogs, but he'd flog you. <laughs> I don't know. I'd just beat him by about 100 metres. I'd run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Steve. I just, I can't see you getting there. I, I really can't. I, I just think with you run in, um, it's, it's going to be tough. Jaden Sullivan, by the way, is signed until 2025 with um, the Dragons. So they will release him. It's interesting, isn't it? Two years to go on his contract. Uh, it's interesting, right? So here, oh, yeah. here's a club that won't let someone go, but they're happy to push people out. I mean, you don't do like, I mean, the option for Jaden Sullivan, right? Yeah. Is they say to him, mate, um, yeah, you, you're free to go and negotiate with other clubs. Yeah. If no other club, well, well I'm not if, getting if into he, this with you again. If he says, I don't want to go, oh, I want to stay, they'll say, all right, cool. You can well, play. he has the right to. Yeah. And, and they'll say, yep, yeah, okay, you can play reserve grade. No one will ever see you. And, your career will be over in the next two years. So it gives the player no option. They've got to go and they've got to, they've got to leave maybe where they want to stay. And I've seen it happen to players before. Where do you want to live? Mortdale or Leichhardt? Well, what I'm saying is that, you know, like when, when players ask for a release and they get shot down by fans. Yeah, I, I disagree with you on this. Well, you can disagree all you want, but it's the reality. The reality is, and they're entitled goes, to run goes, a business, it mate. It goes both ways, you know, it goes both ways. So just, he's not going to be out of a job. No, he's not going to be out of a job. So even if he decides to stay at the Dragons, he's still got a job. Yeah, I know. Right? He might not like the conditions. But don't get shirty when a player asks for release when clubs do it to players all the time. But they're not sacking him. No, yeah, they are. They're allowing him to go to the West Tigers. <laughs> yeah, because they don't they're want him. They're being nice. They don't want no, him. No, they're being nice, right? Yeah. Well, so was Ben Are you Hunt. a player manager he, he by would, any chance? He would have gone in there. He would have gone in there and gone, listen, guys. I, I, you You're know. comparing Ben Hunt to Sullivan. I'm just saying. I'm just making my point, Jason. That's all. Yeah, you just got to. All right. You know, just got to understand the door swings both ways. It's not just players. The clubs do it too. The clubs not getting. They, they they say we've got a job for you, mate. You can stay here and see out your contract, but you might not play first grade. 
They're allowed to say that, Rat. Yeah, they are. Right? Yep. But, oh, by the way, the West Tigers are interested in you. Um, we've You can go there if you like. We've been... The Dragons are being wonderful towards Do you it. think that's the way it always happens, yes. Jason? You think... Well, you are very naive. I'm going to a break. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Matty Rogers, Jason Matthews here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or you can get us uh, on double eight double three if you're listening in New Zealand. 302 has sent us a text. Come on, this is ridiculous. Have a cuddle and chill out, boys. <laughs> we all have our own opinions. Well, what a... Oh, don't. Not again. Ben from Penrith. Yeah. He says, England's record with Bazball has been incredible, as other teams haven't figured out how to beat it. Pat Cummins went to England with a strategy to disrupt that and now has a 2-1 record against it. So whether we agree with his strategies or not, it's worked. It's a fair point. I, yeah. Well, you're, you're the Pat Cummins basher. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not a Pat Cummins basher. I said it'd be hard oh, to you? ask him to step down. Right. As Australian captain, yeah, go I, back and listen to the tape, mate. No, I agree. I agree. I think. I think. Um, I like Pat Cummins. Um, you don't think he's a bit woke? Uh, I'm just. You know what I've. You like know what? hates electricity, but flies business class but, around but the world. Know, but you know what I've, I'm doing now? What? I'm just totally ignoring all that crap. Like I'm just. I'm. I'm just off it. I'm it just, finds me. I can't get off it. Yeah, but you just got to ignore it. Stop looking at it on your social media, and it'll stop popping up. You see, the algorithm's got you covered now. It's just, it's just drilling you with information that is just getting you wound up, and you're, you're, you're probably and, commenting on things too. I bet and I, sharing it with my mates. Oh, yeah. And then I, I'm getting all these small people videos as well. Oh, I don't know where they've come oh, from. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know where they've come from. Uh, what about maybe we should face Sahaka with a wobble board and tie me kangaroo down? Too sport. soon. <laughs> That's from Brad. Hamstrings from, from Narrabeen says, Evening, guys. I'm sure we'll do a welcome to country. Um, uh, what, to match the. Well, we will do a welcome to country mm. at the MCG on Saturday night. Mm. Um, I, we've got no answer. We've got no answer for the Harker. It says, we? Well, we, we, well, Robert Burrow says, We had an Indigenous war cry ceremony during the Indigenous round. And, and, the, and the Indigenous team did a dance against the Maori. So That's right. There, there is one, but I mean, whether it's disrespectful to perform it if you're not indigenous, indigenous, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's getting too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Have you got a things that make me go mmm, or make you go mmm? Mm. Uh, we're going to do that after seven o'clock. Dane Zorko, former skipper of the Lions, joining us shortly. We're going to talk about USA sports. We've got a lot there. What are you laughing at now? Uh, right, who will win out of the Nordics and the Reptilians <laughs> in the Intergalactic <laughs> Cup from the Humanoid? Actually, we should ask Zorks <laughs> if he's into into aliens. We'll do that next. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. 
and World Gym. Train for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, second hour of it. Excuse me, I'm having a um, enchilada. Oh, is that what you're eating? <clears throat> and I nearly choked on a bean. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Matt Rogers, Jason Matthews here. Big hour coming up. Dane Zorko, the former skipper of the Lions. Um, I wonder if he's going to retire this year. Oh, are you going to ask him? Don't put that on him. Well, a, I need him to work more in radio oh, and less okay. time on the field. Yeah, right, right. So there's a couple of texts here around the cricket captaincy. Yeah, we go for it. Well, Cummins' captaincy has been atrocious. Just so bloody negative instead of building pressure, stopping the batsman from getting off strike, do the tried and tested way, top of off stump all day long until they crack. Will the occasional Yorker or bet with the occasional Yorker or bouncer not bowl short and hope they give us a catch? It's yeah, but if, is that is that a way? I think is I th- that a way of breaking down baseball? Is that a way of doing that? Maybe. It's as if they don't have the patience to build the pressure, but history shows it works. So we've got the best bowling attack in the world. Mm. Mind you, it showed in that fourth test that without Nathan Lyon, we struggle. Yeah. And we didn't know what to do with our all-rounders as well because we sent Matt Renshaw home. Now, that's not that might not necessarily just be a Pat Cummins decision, mm. but we've got a, a now-to-form Dave Warner. We've got two all-rounders playing in our team. Just pick one for God's sake and put an extra batsman in if that's what you need. Or picks, give Todd Murphy a go. I thought he bowled really well against the Indians. Oh, he was great against the Indians. But it was, it was as if he wasn't trusted in the... In the... Well, it looked like that, right? Mm. It, looked like, it looked like the only thing I saw from Cummins was it looked like he didn't trust him. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And didn't test, throw in the ball. Read the test captain. This is from um, 608. It says, Smith is captain with Kerry vice-captain. Then when Smith retires, head is captain... Kerry is vice captain. Yeah, I don't mind that. Who was that from? That is from uh, 608. No yeah. name on that one. Good suggestion. Make the trip to Vic to watch the Bulldogs take on the Giants at Mars Stadium in Ballarat. Uh, this Saturday, 29th of July, tickets are available at ticketmaster.com.au. Dane Zorko, uh, Brisbane Lions star player, former skipper of the Lions, mm. uh, is a fan of Sports Day. Don't know why. Uh, is joining us now. <laughs> Zorks, how are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, good, Jase. Hey, Rat, how are you? Yeah, going well, mate. Hey, got to ask a huge win over Geelong last week, mate. What was 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 what was Fagan most happy with? Yeah, it was. It was a good win. I think. Um, yeah, it was important for us to bounce back, especially the week before. When, um, you know, we we held a a pretty healthy lead he- heading into the last quarter and and got run down by Melbourne. Well. It was exactly the same this week um, against Geelong. We had a, a fairly healthy lead ha- hanging into the last quarter. And um, fortunately enough, what we implemented um, throughout the week in the training week, we were able to execute against Geelong. So he was really happy with that, obviously. And, um, you know, for us to be really competitive, um, I thought against Melbourne the week before at the MCG and then to come back home and, and back it up at the Gabba against, you know, a Geelong side that not only won the premiership last year, but were... Um, well, are in a, a, a really uh, strong um, form uh, line at the moment. They've had big, big wins the last few weeks. So to come back home and do that was uh, was really pleasing, and that's what he was most proud of. Hey, Zorks, before we move off AFL and the Lions, we get on to we all love US sports and overseas sports, mm. all of us. Um, uh, young Will Ashcroft, son of uh, Lions legend Marcus Ashcroft, done his ACL. How is the young fella? Yeah, that was really 
the most upsetting thing that came out of the weekend for us, really. I mean, the news that, uh, you know, we, we got told Sunday morning, once Willard obviously had his scans and everything, um, that he had ruptured his ACL. So, yeah, it was a pretty somber mood after the game. We, You know, the doctors, they, they, they always wait for the scans, but, you know, deep down they probably knew, and I think he probably knew as well. So, you know, it was it was quite a, um, a dull mood in the change rooms after the game, but, you know, all we can do is wrap our arms around Will and, um, you know, he's in, he's in the best chance possible. He's going to get um, operated on, you know, sometime in the next few weeks. Uh, you know, you've got the full support of all the playing group and, and obviously everyone at the club. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, a big um, yeah, disappointment to come out of the game. But, you know, he's a really professional kid ever since he's got to the club, even last year when he came and trained with us and played with our VFL team. Ultra professional, will do everything he possibly can to get back um, as quickly as possible. Um, no doubt the staff will take ultra care uh, in consideration with him, given you know just <laughs> how much of an impact he's had for us and how good he's going to be into the future. So, um, yeah, it's, it's disappointing, but um, he'll be back bigger and better next year, no doubt. Yeah, nice one. Mate, now the hard-hitting questions. Q, Q clash this week. You, you got the Suns on Saturday afternoon, 4.35. Now, that is shaping up for a great night at the Pavilion afterwards. How many players are going to be at the Burley Pavilion <laughs> after this game? Uh, good question, Rat. Uh, probably not too many, I wouldn't have thought, unless they're planning on staying down. We'll actually catch a bus down. So oh. unless, uh, you know, hopefully we can get a good win and then Fags might call in on the way, but oh, <laughs> on the way home, but that's highly unlikely. Mate, so, that, um, that's, that's yeah, a- no, I thought... That, that's a great way to keep the players out of the Burley Pavilion. Take them in a bus so they've got to go home together. <laughs> yeah. One way to keep you out of trouble. Yeah, it's something we've done. Yeah, we've done it for a few years. And, you know, Frags is pretty big on, you know, um, what are they called? Uh, superstitions, I would probably say. So, yeah, we'll all jump on the bus again and, and head down. And, uh, yeah, take on the Suns who, you know, I know the results haven't looked great for them on paper, but, you know, they've been really, really strong. Um, they had good wins up in Darwin against the Western Bulldogs, who were just outside the top four. Adelaide, who obviously beat us the week before, and then sacked you know, their coach. beat them. So, yeah. <laughs> so you can't yeah, talk it up, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a steaming no, pile no, of you know no, what. No, when 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 the mate, when the derbies happen, you throw the form line out the window, mate. They're oh, do you? It's up. a derby Absolutely. or is it a derby? I, I want to know. know. Derby, derby. Zorks tomato, will, tomato. Zorks yeah, will you get either one. Zorks <laughs> will kick eight and forty-five possessions. Yeah, nice. You know, hey, uh, mate. Listen, let's let's get off footy. I don't want to talk about footy. Uh, people are calling for okay. for the axing of uh, of Cummins as Australian skipper. Yay or nay, mate? Uh, no, absolutely not. Mm. I like it. I was listening to what Rat had to say. I was listening to what Rat had to say, and you know, I, I don't know. He's the hardest thing for him is there's five or six unbelievable bowlers that are there, and Pat Cummins looks tired and probably needs a break, and it's very hard to then just sit out if you're the captain. Mm. I, I do like the thought of Steve Smith taking over the captaincy. Um, I just think it's easier for a batter to do it. He doesn't have to worry about his fields and stuff like that. Pat Cummins got so much to worry about, as well as try and bowl at the absolute peak performance, I just think it's tough on him. I still think he's a really good captain. Um, whether he's, he's the right guy going forward, I'm not sure, but I actually think he's captained this Ashes series really, really well. I mean, we won two, lost one, and obviously the draw, we, we were quite fortunate in that sense, but um, I think he's actually done all right. And the way he held his bat in that first test, 
Uh, yeah, I might be free to keep it, but it's just it's hard for a bowler, I think. Yeah, it's it's a good point. Like he 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 won us that that test with the bat and the ball, mm. and you know put the team mm. on his back. Like to think that you know that's not the guy to lead the side. I, I think he is. He has to. He do, does have to bowl still. I, yeah. I mean, that's still his job. He's yeah. not just holding a spot. A lot of listeners just disagree. Uh, with you, Zorks, uh, Chuck Norris Thumb says, Cricket captain, I would go from Cummins to head straight away. Uh, Fitzy's against me. Mm. Best attack in the world, Jason, Jason, Jason. Fitzy, are you serious? If you don't think we've got the best bowling attack in the world with Nathan Lyon fit, then, mate, you're on the Susie Wongs, my friend. Oh, it's Fitzy. Come yeah, on. it's fair. Why am I arguing with Fitzy? Fitzy. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Hey, let's talk about NFL yeah, yeah, preseason. I, I, I want to ask you this, Zorks. I, I know you love your American sport. I'm a, I'm a tragic um, 49ers fan from my childhood, uh, not from the Jared Hayne days. I just want to make yeah. that very clear. Um, my wife, oh. her, her sister, her sister lives in Buffalo, so they got season tickets. They're huge Buffalo Bills fans. I want to, I want to ask her how much of a difference oh, yeah. do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to make make uh, with the with the New York Jets? They're obviously in that division with the Buffalo Bills and and Miami, who are a pretty strong team. Can they get out of the division and make it to the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers there? Oh, absolutely, I think they can. I mean, that's a significant buy for for them, and I think what they were able to do last year with. Um, Source Gardner there now as well. They've got some fantastic young players and he's going to be able to coach them through um, almost say, boys, jump on me back sort of thing. He's, he's been in big games. He's understand big scenarios. All these kids are going to be like sponges listening to him. Yeah, I reckon they're all danger coming out of that division. I really do. And, you know, Buffalo's been great. Josh Allen's been great. Stefan Dick's been great for, for them. Um, I think, yeah, the Giants are going to be the team that rises the fastest out of that that lot and um you know as long as he can stay healthy he's had he had a few injuries at green bay the last few years he had his toe there was a little bit of a shoulder issue there but if he can stay fit and play every regular season game i think they're a really big chance to to come out of that division Mm. as a cowboys fan i'm glad he's buggered off he's he's not an hour anymore the amount of times he's just destroyed the cowboys Mm. on a last play any other big movements in the off season mate as they movements uh, yeah (laughs) that's a sorry a little bit of enchilada (laughs) stuck in my throat um any more movements around the nfl that we should know of big names well well, your, your Dallas Cowboys cornerback today put pen to paper, Trevon Diggs, he signed a five-year extension. So there's a lot of talk about the Cowboys keeping their younger, um, younger, healthy players, and they put pen to paper straight away with him and signed him on a $97 million five-year extension. So he's going to be there till at least the end of 2029, I believe. Wow. Um, heading over to the West and the LA Chargers have put pen to paper with Justin Herbert, making him mm. one of the highest-paid quarterbacks. He's on $292 million. $134 million of that is guaranteed over the next five years. Uh, so big money there for those guys. And, um, Mate, it's he, impressive, he's isn't got it? to deliver now. I mean, he's, he's had a... Yeah. It's, it it but, is. It is. He's, he's, had, he's, been, he's been really good the last few years. He has. He has. What about when you consider the money in US sport? Like Joe Ingles, Aussie, legend of a bloke. Mm, yeah. Just um, finished at Milwaukee, had a one-year deal there, just signed a two-year deal with Orlando for $22 million. And every oh. cent in basketball in the NBA is guaranteed. $22 million U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you like watching the Aussies? You like watching the NBA, Zorks? Do you, do you have a team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and my team is Boston. And I'm pretty happy that Jalen Brown also put pen to paper today and signed 
the a largest NBA deal in history, three hundred and three million with all of that guaranteed. So, you know, he's probably sleeping pretty well tonight, I would have thought. <laughs> Jeez, that's rat wallabies money. Oh, that's it? what that is. Mate, you're going to love winning time. <laughs> Rat and I were just talking off the air before, and I was uh, you and I were texting earlier today. Winning time, the second season of that mm. comes out next week, and this one's just going to be all about the Lakers and the Celtics. The 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 rivalry yeah. that, that was created. Mate, you've got to watch that first season. Oh, you haven't watched it, Zorks? No, not yet. Yeah. No, looking forward to it. So it's downloaded, ready to go. We had to Perth next week, so I've got six hours of... Uh, of uh, series watching to catch up on and um, by that by the time I get back I reckon season two will just about be dropped I think it's August 7th it's coming out so yeah, uh, yeah that's my plans for the for the flight over the west next week right let's go into football I'm not I'm not big on football but um, I know this bloke is uh, doing pretty well over in Miami Messi driving forward over to Robert Taylor Taylor cutting it back Martinez left it for Messi He's going all right for into Miami, isn't he, boys? Oh, what what a signing for him to have a player of that caliber in the in Major League Soccer. What it's done for that league, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, I think you're spot on there. It's spot on there, Rad. I mean, he turned down ridiculous amounts of money um, to not go over to the Saudi leagues. David Beckham's somehow convinced him to come over to into Miami, and and wow, he's performed. I mean, you just saw. You heard the highlights then, but even in his first match where he came on as a sub, uh, I think it was Friday for us last week, uh, takes a penalty kick, 93rd minute. You know, LeBron James is there, Kim Kardashian there. His whole posse is there to watch. Every celebrity's come out. They've got their phone. Serena Williams was there, uh, and he puts one in the top corner and wins the game for him. And then to come out today in his first start for them, um, starting the game, and, and to score two before halftime. and. Yeah. Um, just his touch and his quality. I mean, I mean, I know he's getting on, but what he's still able to do is just absolutely ridiculous. And it's going to do absolute wonders for the MLS. And I think we're going to see more and more and more of our top players out of Europe head over there and, and do similar things to what he's doing, just like some may follow and go over to the Saudi League with Cristiano Ronaldo. You, you said he knocked back a lot of money in the Saudi League, Zorks, but I was thinking about this today. He's probably going to make more money in endorsements in probably what you would call the biggest commercial market in the world, right? The US. Yeah, you think so. So he's probably going to make more off the mm. field than he does on the field. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I don't have his contract in front of me, Jace, but I'm pretty sure there's a percentage of into Miami in his contract as well. So, yes. you know, the eyeballs that are now on his TV screens, uh, on those TV screens watching him, um, I think the, the, the tickets before he got... Um, signed to into Miami were something like sixty dollars. His first game the other night, the average ticket price was four hundred and seventy dollars US. So already the money is just flowing through the gate. So he'd be he'd be pretty happy with his return. I would have thought. Before we let you go, uh, what about in football today? Wrexham, the, the the gift that just keeps on giving, beats Manchester United today, three one in in a friendly game. I mean, how good's that going to look on the on the doco? Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. That's you know Ryan Reynolds would be pretty happy with himself. I would have thought once again, but yeah, I mean you, you obviously can't read too much into preseason form clearly. But um, for 
for them once again. That that is just another thing that adds to the story, isn't it? I mean, you're talking about a team that flat out winning a game two, three years ago. All of a sudden, you bring in a high-profile Hollywood superstar who's interested in the game. You know, wants to own a team, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, they're beating off one of the biggest, the biggest teams in in world sport. I mean, Manchester United's one of the biggest teams in mm. world sport. So uh, unbelievable they're able to do that, but. Um, I'm sure the Man United players aren't too concerned with their season coming up anyway. Nah, not at all. Uh, all right, mate. Look, we're going to let you go. Good luck against the Suns. We look forward to you kicking eights and racking up 45 possessions uh, this weekend, Zorks. And for those listening to SENQ in Brisbane, Hills is going on holidays after the fifth test. He's off to Africa or something like that. And you're going to be filling in along, uh, along with uh, Corey Parker. So you'll be able to hear you on the breakfast show, mate. Beautiful. Yep, spot on, Jason. Can't wait for it either. All right, there he goes. Dane Zorko from the Brisbane Lions. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Cheers, Dane. Cheers. There he goes. Zorks, the phone just lasted. Can I just read this text out before we go to a break? We have to go to a break. It's from your mate Fitzy. He's definitely on the Susie Wongs. Your so-called best bowling attack had 600 put on him. No, it wasn't, mate. I said Nathan Lyon, fully fit. He didn't play. No. I don't know if you saw the game. It was on TV. <laughs> Fitzy, come on. Uh, he didn't play. It well, wasn't he's got our you best. fired up, hasn't he? It wasn't our best like bowling Do you have any facts to back up your best statement? Number one test team in the world, possibly. Oh, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Do you mean <laughs> they're the best on Australian pitches? No. No. We took it to India on atrocious pitches in India. Yes, they beat us, but we took it to them. We won the World Test Championship at the Oval and we've retained the Ashes. What else do you Look want? Look at you. you stop yelling. Stop yelling, Shut mate. up, you. Paul in Brisbane goes, uh, go the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins oh, fan. I, yeah, I don't mind the Dolphins. Um, Radis, well, you said he's been eating enchiladas, which contain beans, and your studio is small. It's been <laughs> nice knowing you. That, was, was there beans in those enchiladas? Yeah, there was. Oh, well, they're not in the enchiladas anymore. So. <laughs> uh, one way to, I love this text from Chris56. I love this. One way to combat Vazbor is to select a specialist T20 bowler who's familiar with the tactics used in the short form of the game. I like that. Mm. Maybe, yeah, but look, it doesn't matter now. We've retained the ashes. Who gives us stuff? Yeah. Uh, break time. Things that make you go, hmm, on the way. Next, if you've got one for us, shoot it through on the text 0457 736 736. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, your mate Fitzy makes me go, mm. He's still on the text, blowing up on 0457 736 736, rat. I can hear you yelling from down here in Kira, settle down, Woogie. You'll give yourself a heart attack. India were more underdone than that half-cooked burrito you've been munching on all show. That's not true. It's a very... What, that the burrito was underdone? No, or it, it, was, a, it, it was, was an under... enchilada. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, mate, what have you got as a thing that makes you go, mmm? Well, the thing that makes me go, mmm, is this deal that I've just, I've just seen for Mbappe, the French soccer player, yep. to go to the Saudi league. 
Al Halal's bid for him of four hundred and ninety-two point six million transfer fee Australian dollars has been accepted by Paris Saint Germain. That's that's a world record, right? Yeah. They're going to pay him 700 million euro for one year. That's 1.158 billion dollars for one year of soccer, and then they're not going to sell him. They're going to let him go for free. After a year, this is how they're going to get him. Yeah. And he's going to go for free. Then he can go to what they think is going to be Real Madrid a year later. I thought there was going to be another transfer fee. No, 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 no more transfer fees. That's that is that is insane. He will make one point one billion dollars Aussie Australian for a year of soccer. Playing in Saudi, which I can't imagine is gonna be the toughest league in the world. No. No, not at all. It'll be like playing It's a holiday for a year. Yeah. For a billion dollars. Jeez, how many dozens of eggs will that buy you? A billion oh, a, bucks. A lot, a lot of eggs. It's pretty good. Eggs are cheap. Uh things <laughs> No, they're not. They are they, cheap. No, they're not. They're this going is, up. No, you see, know this is you, know you don't up? shop, mate. No, no, eggs are cheap, and they should they shouldn't be that cheap. Yeah, but you get the cheap caged ones. No, don't you? no, no. They're, they're like they, to torture. They're going to be going up because we started a chicken union. <laughs> <laughs> they're going up. You've got no idea. You've mm. got no idea. Uh, things that make me go hmm hmm. Pom's still complaining about the fourth test, and now wanting to change all of the rules, like. It, mm. They're your rules. You were crapping the first two tests, and it was your weather. I said this the other night, and I, I could not. Hey, let the music play. Up. Yeah, I, I am so. I, there, there could not be a better way for me to see the Poms lose the Ashes than to lose it the way they did. Be yeah. in such a dominant position, and then the rain. Yep. Ruin the party. I just, I love that. It's fair to say we got lucky. It. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I got one more for you. What things? That make me go, hmm, mm. I just forgot it. Oh, here's one here from Ron oh. Tastic from Brisbane. Guys, the Man United team were under 21. Yeah, but we're talking, no, we've got to wait for the music. We're talking about a fourth grade team from Wales still beat the under 21s. Yeah, but, I mean, is that going to be reported? It's not probably going to be reported. It's Man United. So, and, and Wrexham are going to hang their hat on that. They don't, they don't want us to know it was the under 21. Thanks for letting us know. But, you know, for, I, I, liked, I just like the, the mystique around Wrexham beating Man United. I, I didn't want to know that. Thank, that that's, that's sort of <laughs> ruined it. You're saying I ruined it for that's you. That sort of ruined it. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, if you've got one for us, send it through. 0457 736 736 is our number. Simon Orchard from Greyhounds Racing New South Wales. Hey, he's got a couple of tips for Wenty Park tonight. We'll get to that in just a moment. <laughs> We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Matty Rogers, Jason Matthews here tonight as we do every Wednesday night. We catch up with Simon Orchard. From Greyhounds, New South Wales, thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. How are you, Simon? Oh, I might turn his button up. Hello, mate. (laughs) (laughs) It's first time doing this. Yeah, Yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, Rat, just give him a a few tips there, mate. Look, I'm good, boys. One, because 
We've got some big races coming up, but two, my Broncos, flying high. Oh, fellas. Shut oh, up, Simon. Your Broncos. Oh, isn't, it, isn't it funny? You didn't hear from these blokes two years ago. Nah. All of a sudden, they're on their high horse. Nah. Mate, um, well... Hey, they, hey, they, I like what you did. Yeah, on the high, the high horse. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting this radio <laughs> stuff. Mate, um, <laughs> big day, big big, big Friday coming up in, um, in Goulburn. Tell us about that. What's going on? Yeah, huge day. $50,000 race. The Ooh. Southern Stars final will be run and won, boys. It's the second year. Last year it was taken out by a dog by the name of Aston Barrick. And we thought the final field was one to behold last year. Well, gee whiz, they've come from all over in 2023. None other than She's a Pearl, the queen of our sport. She transcends greyhound racing, fellas. I reckon if you're down at a pub on a Friday uh, at around 3.10, you'd probably be looking up at the screen thinking, oh, hang on, I know She's a Pearl. It's probably the only greyhound that the casual fan can get around. And she's racing in this final. She's probably going to start as one of the favourites. But to tell you what, Zipping Orlando's in the field as well, a Group 1 winner, a winner of the 715, which is a $500,000 race earlier in the year. And Zipping Remus, who uh, is from the same kennel, is probably the heir apparent to She's a Pearl when she eventually goes off to breed. This Zipping Remus, boys, he's been on the scene for 13 starts, nine wins. He's a Group 1 winner, and he ran the third fastest time. Get this, the third fastest in history at the Goulburn track last week in the heats. So wow. he's only a young dog. He's absolutely flying. Box eight's not going to help him at all. She's a pearl drawn perfectly down in three. And then we've just had a late change, actually. There's a scratching today. The Victorian dog Salad comes out, and the dog named after Jay's Big Daddy is in to box oh, two. Big Daddy. Well, both of those could be named oh, after me, daddy. actually, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, if, if, um, if, you, if you're down to your last 10 bucks, which horse, which dog are you putting it on? Great question, great question. Uh, look, hard to go past She's a Pearl, but if you want one at an each-way price, Screaming Jet uh, in the one box is trained locally by Andy Lord. Andy actually tipped me into it last week, and it paid a nice penny. So from box one, it's going to have a lot of favours. It knows the track well, and you're probably going to get a better price considering the quality of this field, boys. And that's not all. The Southern Stars final is obviously highlighting, but the Zoom Top Maiden is also on Friday. This is where the young dogs emerge. Zipping Orlando, who I just talked about, actually started in this series 12 months ago. So in the space of 12 months, he's won close to $800,000. So the dogs that are running around in Friday in the Maiden series, they're the ones that you get your black book out, you type them in because they could be the superstars in about a year's time. Right, yeah. Fat Pizza's having a spell, which is uh, we don't really well, need to cover it, off on that. It's been spelling for about two years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For about 78 starts. Uh, but, mate, some tips for Wenty Park tonight. You got anything for us? <laughs> Yeah, I sure do. Uh, we're going to try and get our money in back-to-back races. Race six, number one, hit top gear. Uh, it's a 720-metre race. It's a restricted win race. I like these races because only dogs with one to four wins can go in them. So you sometimes get the uh, inexperienced dogs making their way. Sometimes you get some old veterans who have only had four wins in their career, similar to maybe a fat pizza who's actually now a few had none. But race six, number one, hit top gear, I think is a good bet. And then in race seven, uh, another another dog here named after probably you, Rat, Midnight Stalker. Race seven, number one, <laughs> yeah, uh, I reckon right. is a good play as well, oh. <laughs> as well, fellas. So there you go. Six, one, seven, one at Wenty tonight. I reckon you can make some money there. Beauty, the dogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Simon. Have a great day. Hooroo. Rightio, your text message is 0457 736 736. Matt and Jace, how can Head be an alternative suggestion 
to Cummins. The bloke does not know how to play a bouncer. It's either hook or pull or duck. There's no in-between. Basball is a myth. Australia had five batsmen in the first innings who scored over 30. Those starts by either one or two of those top-order players have got to be converted. Yeah, look, I, I agree with that. I don't know whether he's batting ability. Isn't that how you play a bouncer, though? You hook it, you pull yeah. it, or you duck it? <laughs> like, isn't that how you play it? I don't know. He does have, He does have an issue down leg side, around, around his hip. Mm. He, he does uh, tap a few through, but... Yeah, yeah, well, I'm backing Paddy in this text. I'm backing in Paddy to finally win the toss. We'll bat first and Warner will get the ton. And obviously we win. Jeez, that's from Paul. Jeez, you wouldn't go to the casino down. with Pat Cummins, would you? What? You know, he wouldn't want to be on the chocolate wheel with him. He hasn't won one. Oh, he, hasn't. Has he has not he won hasn't. one toss yet either. Mm. Yep. What about this one? Evening, gents. Things that make you go, mmm. All the Matildas getting concussions in training. Mary Fowler. Mary Fowler, the goal scorer in uh, the win over France prior to the World Cup. She's... Is it? Is the are the balls too hard? Well, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I'm not sure how it happened. I haven't read the report on how it happened. But she's out of tomorrow's game, which is it's a big loss for them. Are they falling? So Sam you... Kerr's out um, now. Mary Fowler's out, who's another goal sneak for Australia. So it's going to make things a little tougher for him. But it's interesting, mm, isn't it? Like the, it is. I mean, when those balls. I mean, my daughter plays soccer, yeah. and you know, I mean, when they hammer a cross in and they jump up, like she's told me after game, she's felt woozy. From headering balls, headering from heading balls. English is your second language. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, Nick from Newcastle um, is saying this, and I agree with him. After listening to Vossi interview with Clinton Newton this morning, boring. Not Vossi, but I'm just over here in Clinton Newton's voice. I reckon his ego is out of control. It seems New- Newton has a personal agenda in all of this for his own career advancement. Well, that's what Nick's saying. It is something that has made me. Can I say this? See, this is one of those things where I'm just like, I'm, to- I'm totally ignoring it. I'm just like, you know what? Let them sort it out. It's, it's each side now trying to get, uh, you know, a, 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 a headline that makes you think that the RLPA are greedy or the rugby league are, yep. are, are not operating, you know, in, in fairness. Um, I'm just over it. I'm just, I'm just totally ignoring it. I'm just going to wait till they go, yep, it's done, move on, because it's going to get done. But what do, what do you think of the um – what do you think of the action that can't talk to players for the four days over round? I, I, I think that's like a slap on the wrist to the NRL. I don't think it's threatening at all. I, I don't care less. Not work in the media, right? Well, well, there are plenty of people. Well, I don't either, Jace. But we did get some texts when we were talking about this the other night. Like, there are a lot of fans that want to hear from their team. It's not hurting the game. Well, it's it's it's, it's not perfect, it's, but it's not hurting. It's frustrating the fans. A lot of but fans. But they're still watching, right? Yeah, of course they're still watching. They still, want to what, see their team play. If you want to kick the NRL on the throat, you stand down your players or stand down your star players. That hurts. That mm. gets action done. I think the other thing too is that maybe Clint Newton and Andrew Abdo should step aside and maybe some other people should start well, working. Well, Peter Volandi, you know, made a pretty bold statement yesterday. He said, let me, let me add it for a couple of days and we'll get it sorted. He sent an email to the NRL, uh, RLPA, sorry, um, on Monday of last week. Um, and got a response saying, no, we want an independent arbitrator to come in and, and mediate this deal. I mean, I I am shocked that with him reaching out saying, right, well, let's get to the table, that they didn't go, all right, let's do mm. it. Let's let's get in there and, and thrash this thing out. I'm getting bored with it. I think a lot of fans oh, are. If mate, Pen- if Penrith, I'm over it. I'm if over Penrith it. go three in a row, do they lose Luai or is Luai leaving regardless? Don't know. Be interesting. Uh, you know, I said this last night, like Luai – 
will be at a point in his career where he's either going to go, right, I will have won premierships, now I'm going to get paid what I am worth on the open market, or I'm going to stay at Penrith and I'm going to try and win more premierships. Because if he goes and he gets paid, he's only going to get paid by clubs that are no good. He's not getting paid by Parramatta. He's not getting paid by Brisbane. He's not getting paid by, well, maybe Canberra. Did, he, may, he may get a payday from Canberra. His performance in State of Origin and his attitude on the old social media after that, has that devalued him at all? I don't think it's a great look, is it? I, I know from my dealings with you know clubs and you know young athletes, um, they look heavily into you know attitude on the field, attitude around their training, all that sort of stuff. So. When you've got a senior player that, you know, I know he was frustrated and he was getting, you know, threatened online and stuff, but it, it certainly wasn't a good look for him. I don't think it's going to help him in mm. any way. Right. Whether it hurts him or not, I'm unsure. All right, thanks for your text. We've got to go to a break here on Sports Day because up next, we're heading to Loch Ness. Loch Ness. There's I've an... stayed on Loch Ness. Oh, have you? Sat up all night looking for the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Nessie. Idiot. Didn't see her. Um, John Van Wissa is doing a special sp- swim as we speak. This is amazing what he's doing. Yeah, we're going to chat to uh, the guy who's managing it all for him on in a boat, boat next, next to him. him. <laughs> Jinx. We'll do that next on Sports. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back. For World Gym, train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Before we head off tonight, we, we had to get this on the air. It's something we've been made of uh, aware of tonight, uh, Rats. There's a man called John Van Wisser uh, doing a swim at the moment, which is absolutely incredible. He set off on one chilly adventure across the freezing Loch Ness in Scotland, which is 36.2 k's long as he attempts to set the, the record without a wetsuit. This is crazy. But he's doing it for a really good reason. He's doing it for his sister who's battling breast cancer, who he, he crossed Port Phillip Bay with in, in 1993. Amazing. Mate, we can't talk to John, obviously, because he's busy swimming at the moment, but we're going next to him in a boat with team manager John Locko from Loch Ness right now. John, thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Pleasure to be with you. So, mate, you've got to tell us, how, he's been swimming for 3 hours and 48 minutes at the moment. He's swam 15 kilometres uh, and the wind's changed. Is it against him now? Is that right? Well, he was earlier in the uh, in the swim assisted by uh, a breeze from the southwest that has now gone around to the northeast, slightly against him, but the conditions are still very, very favourable in terms of what they might otherwise be. Yeah. Mate, no, that's not good. Tell, tell us what the conditions are like there. I mean, Loch Ness, it's, it's, it's got to be cold, right? Well, it's not cold. Actually, uh, the air temperature's around about uh, 14 or 15 degrees. <laughs> it's cold in the, in the water, though, of course. <laughs> the sun's out. The blue sky's above us. The, the conditions are, are, are reasonably good for, for a long-distance swim. 
But, of course, it's a long-distance swimming cold water, and it's a very, very tough event, yes. Now, John's a, uh, a veteran uh, long-distance swimmer from Melbourne, uh, so the, the conditions are probably comparable. Favourable. Yeah, yeah, right now. Um, Dawn Fraser even praised John for his tremendous endurance. How, how long do you expect him it'll take him to complete this swim and why did he cho- uh, why did he choose Loch Ness well he he, he expects to uh, the expected swimming time at this pace I've got the great Kevin Murphy next to me Kevin and what's the predicted finishing time uh, the predicted, predicted at the moment is he's predicted to finish in 9 hours and 12 minutes which would beat the current record of 9 hours 25 minutes and 37 seconds held by Rachel Godbar, who set this her time in 1995. So John's on about record pace at the moment, yes. Okay. Oh, beautiful. And why did he choose Loch Ness? Because he, that's the sort of thing he does. Yeah, right. Tell us about his sister, who I mentioned off the top is battling breast cancer. Um, tell us a little bit, little bit about her. What's her name? Her name is Tammy Van Wyss. Tammy, in her own right, is uh, a magnificently famous uh, a woman swimmer. She's a multiple crosser of the channel. In fact, she swam this event years ago, but in a wetsuit. And today, John's attempting, uh, of course, the record without a wetsuit because you can only set records outside of wetsuits. And and how can how can we support John and and his sister? Is there, is there some social media we can follow? Can we make donations? How, how do we get on board, mate? Well, you can follow John. He's got his own um, web page, which you can see. John Van Wisco's Art Sarky. You'll find him if you search for him. Not too hard to find. But we haven't set up any charitable thing at the moment. That That's to come, I, I, I would imagine. Right, yeah. Well, listen, John, we're going to let you go. Wish uh, John all the best with the swim. I hope, he, I hope he cracks that record. I can't believe he's not doing it in a wet suit. Oh, it's freezing. The water would be, what, five or six degrees over there? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it's l- chilly in there for sure. It's a warm bath compared to Port Phillip Bay, right? <laughs> well, it's not a warm bath compared to Port Phillip Bay. Yes. <laughs> it's the other way around. Nice. <laughs> oh, right, Port yeah. Phillip Bay's a warm bath compared to Port Phillip all right. That's what you meant to say. No, yeah. and I was trying to make a bad joke. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll move on from that. Team manager, Good John. Okay, like, thanks for your time and all the best to John Van Wisser as he, as he uh, has attempts this swim. Thank you very much, boys. Really appreciate your time and, and, and your support of John. Thank you. Thank you. No, all the best. There you go. Wow. Isn't that incredible? 36.2 kilometres. That's how far he's swimming. How many hours? 12. Mm, so he's got nine hours to go, yeah, so... He's done three and a half already. That's a solid uh, bit of time in the water. He must have been doing some, um, what's a Wim Hof methods before he got over there to be uh, be able to handle the no wetsuit in uh, mm. Loch Ness. I wonder if you'll see Nessie. Yeah, well, this is what I was going to ask you without you being stupid because you, you love your aliens and it, does Loch Ness exist? Is that uh, one of your... Well, there's photos. I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, it could be a dinosaur that didn't get extinct. E <laughs> Oh, um, so a dinosaur is that? Is that your scientific uh, Jurassic Park view of this? That well, it could mate, be a dinosaur that didn't get extinct. Is that exactly. the official? Term? Well, that's what crocodiles are, aren't they? 
They're sort of like, you know, from the Jurassic period. Have you got a joke for us? I do. All right. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Woogie and Rat, the Australian Rugby League team in the 60s, used to perform an Indigenous war cry mm. before taking on the Poms. Thanks yeah, for that, did. Daniel. Mm. Uh, Fitzy wanted to know whether that was Richie Callender. No, it wasn't. Uh, I'm like you, Rat. I couldn't care less about this RLPA drama. I'm flat out running my own life and affairs. I'm not going to jump on and advise others what to do. Did I say Sporty Glab wishes Glenn Maxwell was a regular test player for Australia? Imagine Maxie getting the chance to establish himself as a top six all-rounder, similar to Andrew Simons, Sporty Gavin Newcastle. Oh, he'd go good in baseball, wouldn't he? Maxie. It's just normal cricket Yeah, yeah. He just Maxie. bashes it. Rightio, let's uh, get into this, shall we? On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Yes, mate. What is the best thing about Switzerland? I I don't know. I don't know either, but the flag's a big plus. Oh. (laughs) How good is that? How good? No, that's not good at all. Oh. I thought it was all right. No, we've had that before. No, you haven't. The joke I sent about Barbie and Ken was oh, better. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, we can't read. Why can't we? Because. It's a, it's uh, a little rude. All right. Uh, listen, for those listening through SEN, we have got coming up uh, the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Steve Johnson. Steve Johnson, fabulous uh, racing car driver. I mean, his dad from, was from brilliant. Royalty of from royalty. Racing car royalty. But right now, I'm sm- watching him smash... What is it? It's, oh, a, it's a McFlurry. It's a McFlurry. Oh, with Oreos? I'd have everything. Yeah, yeah. Have, look at it. It's oh. just, it's, I, might get, I might get one on the way home. Yeah, drop I'm, I think I'm, I'm up for one of those as well. Mm. Hey, quickly before we go to uh, some texts. A good one from Jim. Soccer is taking mm. over the Central Coast on the back of the Mariners. This is or was league nursery. It was. In fact, at one stage, the second largest group of juniors playing in the world in rugby league. Um, should the NRL or an NRL club do more to engage the area? Thoughts, Rats? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a nursery, isn't it? It's, it's such a strong it, – it, it was a stronghold of rugby league. It needs to be, um, I guess, nurtured. Otherwise, you know, kids are going to leave. There's so much, they've got so much um, stuff that distracts them nowadays. If you're not engaging them with the game, um, you know, they're going to find other things to do. 299 says, I like the joke, Rat. Just waiting from Steve for mm. Dubbo to come through and normally critique Satz's joke. Uh, but there you go. Better than the one you told last week about Reese Witherspoon. That was much better than oh, that. Oh, that was a good joke. Mate, you enjoy the Bledisloe Cup I in will. Melbourne on I your will. junket. Sats will be back tomorrow night as we count down to a big Thursday night in sport. Broncos and Roosters, the Matildas, the fifth test. The Swimming Championship, so much going on. Enjoy the rest of your night. We'll catch you again tomorrow night. This is Sports Day.